This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, 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 Toby. How are we doing this week? Not bad. No, I tell you what, what a weekend. What a weekend of rugby. Um, and you, you might you might notice I'm a bit chipper. Um, and this is genuinely not because the All Blacks have won. It, it just was a really good weekend of rugby yeah. when it comes to just seeing things improve, uh, remarkable improvement, and a little bit sad for Aussie fans, but yes. I'll go deeper into that. I think there are greater things in play. You don't have to worry as much as you maybe are. No, I, don't, I mean, you got thrashed. Though, didn't you got you? absolutely banjoed, but I think there's good reasons why. But anyway, it's time for our messages from our supporters. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So I'll go for the first one. Now, this one uh, is from uh, Crazy Kiwi Dave. Got to love Crazy Kiwi Dave. Got to. And he says, hi, Damo and Toby. Uh, it's Friday here in Australia, and I'm calling it. The All Blacks are going to lose at Alice Park this weekend, opening the door for a new coach. <laughs> hang Yay. on, hang on, hang on. Go back and just say that again. <laughs> I am calling it. The All Blacks are going to lose... <laughs> at Ellis Park. Uh, this will open the door for Lamarpe to return, or will it? Yeah, I actually, I actually got this after we'd done the podcast last week. Right. Okay. But great minds think alike because that's what we were saying. Yes. And we did mention about the Lamarpe. The did. door would be open. Yeah. It's interesting now, isn't it? A few days later. Yes. Because David Harvilli kind of, I think, sewed up 12 for, the, think? for the foreseeable future. Just because he played one good game? No, I think he, I don't oh. think he's, I don't think David Havili's played a bad game for no, quite but he's, a he's while. No, not special. I don't find Havili special. Okay, interesting you say that. 
I don't find them special either, no. but I think we're going to go in more detail. I think that partnership with Richie... Is he a bit of a Conrad Smith in a way? I agree. Not special, yes, but, but delivers every time. And he just seems to be really cool as yes. a cucumber. But I do think the door is definitely open for Lamarpe. I still think it is. If I mean, coming off the bench, imagine Lamarpe coming off the bench. Oh, yes, please. Jeepers creepers. Uh, but then he goes on to say, I would definitely be interested in hearing you guys commentate, try to comment. Oh, try. <laughs> Key, crazy Kiwi Dave. Now, crazy you're, Kiwi Dave. You're being a bit of a... <laughs> Um, you can't see what Tony's doing (laughs) lucky for you Crazy Kiwi Dave can I just tell you the honest truth we were going to do it on the weekend we were but we decided that we would have real problems pronouncing the (laughs) South Africans names (laughs) so we are going to do the New Zealand Australian games I think we will because the Argentinian names aren't uh, Um, easy and we yet to decide I think what we'll do sir if this is okay with you We'll commentate the game, and we'll put onto the podcast all the tries. So we'll just trim it down to our commentary Do you think? with the tries or big moments in the game. Should we send out the whole of it to our Patreon members? members? I think so. Yeah. Yes. Maybe it will go on the Patreon for a week before we then put it on this podcast. Yeah. And then the Patreon members can let us know, oh, don't send it out to the rest. (laughs) (laughs) So, Crazy Kiwi Dave, we will be uh, doing that shortly. We will. Uh, This one's from Jason, uh, Jason Stiles. Congratulations, Toby and Damien. Spelt wrong. Um, The All Blacks (laughs) were class this weekend. You were both confident to win. Are you both confident that you'll win the Rugby Championship now? Uh, which utility back would you start, bench, and get rid of out of Corey Jane, Richard Kahui, and Damien McKenzie? So are you confident that we'll go on now to win the rugby championship? I was always confident. You you were actually, weren't yeah, you? I was. Argentina, two matches at home. Yep. God, if we, I tell you what, Argentina looked pretty good though. Argentina, and we'll, again, we'll go on to speak about this, but Argentina looked looked the part I'm not convinced we will win the rugby championship but I would say we probably have the biggest advantage out of all the other teams because we've got our two home matches against arguably the weaker of the other sides arguably that's wrong because they beat the Aussies convincingly but that was at home in Argentina so you'd just have to say we've got front row seats but I still think we are currently last we may trip up we are currently last. We are currently last. <laughs> but celebrating that fact. We are, right. Um, Corey Jane, Rich Kahui, or Damien McKenzie? Who are you going to start? Who are you going to bench? Who are you going to get rid of? Uh, I'm going to get rid of Richard Kahui. Okay. The horse. You, see, I there's a flaw in your plan, though. Okay. Okay, but go on. What's my flaw? No, no, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. Well, the horse. <laughs> I will... Um, I'll start... Corey Jane. I agree. And I'll bring on Damien McKenzie. Brilliant. I would have Richard Coho in my coaching unit. And the reason why I'd have him in my coaching unit is, you know, when you're playing the, the Saffirs? Yeah. Often it's, who's got the biggest dick that really counts, right? And Richard Coho comes into play when we talk about that. Now, 
I hinted at it when I called him the, the horse, horse, but you took it a step too far, Damien. Um, okay. And we are a family show. We are. We are, but I- I'm talking about who's got the biggest kahuna burgers. No, you didn't say kahuna burgers. No. I that would have been a lot better. Do you want to go over? I... Um, do you want to go over the next one, or are you going to save yourself for? Well, we've got um, another one. Yeah, we've got one from Lincoln. Yeah, you, do you do the last I'll, two? I'll go Lincoln. Yeah. Are you not going to do the one, the long one? Oh, you go Lincoln. Okay, I'll go Lincoln. Lads, 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 lads. Good for you. <laughs> Fozzy, forever. Raz. <laughs> Razor, never. <laughs> and he's gone, lol. How old are you, Lincoln? <laughs> and this is quite funny. Now, this is the boat race captain. His it name's is, yeah. Lincoln. It is. <laughs> <laughs> LinkedIn, mate. LinkedIn, that's right. Link the stink. <laughs> uh, he, he also goes on. Rough for the Wallabies. Errors and missed tackles. Uh, showed Showed we can attack really well, just errors. Other than that. Ref had what I thought was a good game. Let the boys play. Was quite whistle friendly. Made one bad mistake. I thought where he he did um, slipper for the, for a like a tip tackle. Yeah. Oh, in ridiculous! The ruck. Ridiculous! No, it was uh, stupid. Don't 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 talk about that because I'm I'm going to touch gonna, on some of that. Touch yeah. on that. Yeah. I I actually thought the Wallabies, like it was really just inconsistency. Yeah. Every single thing went right for Argentina. Again, we'll talk about this. Everything went wrong for the Aussies. And you think about their injuries and whatnot. Yeah. But we will talk about it. So I don't think they've got that much to worry about. No, I agree. Easy for us to say not being Very Aussies. easy. Uh, I'm shocked is the next oh, one. Oh, you're going to read this out? Yes. Okay. Dear fellow proper man and Toby, of course I would never beat... Against my own team. <laughs> the sign of a true fan is to still support the team and believe in them even when they're shit. <laughs> I'm ashamed to hear that the Tobinator, Toby, Harris, doesn't share the same passion. By the sounds of it, he wouldn't even cheer for his own mother <laughs> if she was playing back <laughs> For Italy in a game against France. (laughs) Toby, it seems Damo is more of a true man than you will ever be. Even if he misses, even if he's missing his eyebrows. Rant over, cheers for the pot again. This comes from Ben Zealand. And also, did you see the picture? I did see the picture. P.S. I have a matching suit. A kiwi suit with his dad, which is, I think, fantastic. Doesn't look like his dad because Ben Zealand looks older than him. Bit harsh. Bit harsh. <laughs> you're just you're just a bit I'm salty. Bitter. <laughs> now you said to me, Yo, I've got a really good I've got a really good comeback for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna throw you under the bus here, Damo. Because <laughs> before the rugby championship, you said that South Africa would win the rugby championship. Yeah. Yeah, so why aren't you? Why isn't he having a go at you for not backing uh, New Zealand? And uh, I said New Zealand would win. I think. I think what you're what you're. I actually, said New Zealand would win. I think what you're saying here is is <laughs> that being I talk of the truth. Yes. Right. But when push comes to shove, 
and I'm going Super Brew. Oh, just be, so it's just because of Super Brew. No, it's because it's actually because when push comes to shove, I will still support the boys. I Whereas will support you, the boys. You, Johnny, come lately, young gun, right? The Tobinator. You like to just pick and choose when you support them. I that, don't. Now when push comes to shove, <laughs> I'm I'm there. Now you know that is not true. All I've got to say is <laughs> you, ev- evidence. You know with your zero points from Super this true. <laughs> now Toby is a New Zealand supporter. Oh, through and through, man. Yeah. What are you on about? Every time I tell you what, every time I see something New Zealand out and about, I'm like, oh, hey, it's you. <laughs> New Zealand. Do you know, do you know, I used to always used to find it weird when Kiwis wore New Zealand stuff. Right, you know, like, I'd always be like, oh, I probably wouldn't wear a, that All Blacks top. Yeah. Because I'm a Kiwi type thing. Yeah. Because I didn't want, I, w- I wouldn't want to look like, I wouldn't want to look like an All Black. D- do you know what I mean? Yes. Because I'm not. Yeah. But actually now, I fully have embraced. <laughs> I'll wear my New Zealand stuff around. I'm proud to be a Kiwi yeah, in England. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? The hat comes out, NZ on top. <laughs> you know, the Village. jumper comes out. The amount of people say, oh, you can take the Kiwi out of New Zealand, but you can't take the New Zealand out of the Kiwi. Exactly right. Exactly. So, I am a true fan. I did on Superbrew say that South Africa would win. Yes. And I was wrong. And I'm glad to be wrong. Glad. Glad to be wrong. I don't care if I got zero points. I do care a little bit, but (laughs) Australia had to come through for me, which they didn't. No. but yeah, I mean, you've got to have a go at Damien then for uh, saying that we wouldn't win the rugby championship. If you're having a go at me, you've got to be consistent here, Ben Zealand. Got to be consistent. Mate, it is time now for the Super Brew results. It is. Are you ready, sir? Yes. Music has started. Where you go. <clears throat> so, uh, top four. Top four. Top four. Okay, go for it. We've got um, a fella called Paul. Paul I? Just Paul. Now, Paul is an interesting looking bloke. He kind of looks like a pineapple. Oh, sorry, I've turned oh, the music no. off <laughs> by mistake because I'm trying to look on. I'm trying to look on Super Room oh, myself. Yeah, there we go. Uh, then we've got um, Minicello. So they're both on four points. Yeah. Then we've got um, Bellagio. Bellagio. 007. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> and Big Ash. Nice work, yep. Big Ash. Then we've got Boat Race Captain and um, M Hill 666. Now those four are on 3.5. Okay. What about the bottom four? Sir? Bottom four. Um, Kane... Uh, Kane the Wallabies Big Kahuna Crusaders are overrated <laughs> uh, and Mud Sharks they're the bottom four but there are a lot of people on one point there are a lot of people on two points as well now you and I fall on that two point bracket So it's all to play for. Sir, can I just check something? Yes. You know when you did, did you do the Tobin one? No. You didn't read out the Tobin one? No, neither did you. All right. 
<laughs> That's why I said, which one do you want me to do? Which one did you do? Oh, there's another one. Yes. Oh, we need to go back there. Yeah. <laughs> you are, you're village. I am village. Gents, long time listener, first time writer. We love that, don't we? We also love this. Been an All Blacks and Crusaders fan for 30 years. Over three quarters of my life, this weekend, is my first All Blacks game that I have purposely missed. That's harsh enough. Huge. They have been my personal definition of world class during that time. If we are honest, they look completely rudderless. That's because they don't have a razor. Anyway, um, after last week's debacle, it is clear that the, to me that the team is not playing for Forster. Um, he's lost the dressing room. Kane and, and Fozzie are honest operators, but not game changers. The administration and board has a lot to answer for. Uh, they are allow this train wreck to take place. He goes on a little bit, but what I would just say is, the the weekend's game has changed that a little bit, hasn't it? Well, I my question to you is based on the game and what needs to be done going forward. Okay. So let's go to breaking news, sir. Yes. Kindly supported by? Our Patreon members. Thought you were going to get that wrong, but you got it right. No, I got it right, mate. Don't worry. Don't worry. Where are we? Okay. So my first one, former All Black captain credits Crusaders duo for dismantling one trick pony box. Whoa. <laughs> Go on, who said that? Huge. Kieran Reed. Oh, <laughs> Reedo, I thought more of you than so that. So did I. When I saw that, I was like, oh, dear Lord. He is kind of right. They are a one trick pony, but by God, it's a good trick. It's a very good it's trick. It's a very good trick. And they, I think they do have subtlety in their game, which gives them probably a, an A game and a B game. Now, do you know which Crusaders duo he's talking about? I'm going to say Richie Mwanga and David Havili. You're wrong. Oh, Richie, though, right? Yeah, Richie Mwanga. Oh, Sam Whitelock. No. Oh. And new Ford's coach, Mm, Jason Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, he was very, very impressive the way that the Fords have turned it around. Now, this is, again, part of my question at the end. But do you think... The support staff have already made a difference. Kieran Reid obviously thinks so. I think you can see Jason Ryan's made a difference, and arguably has. He's had Joe, what, a has, week. Has has Joe Smith made a difference? Has tactically? Joe Smith. I don't Again, know. this is my question at the end. Mm. Mm. So, <laughs> I think the fact that yes. Dumtree's not there selecting Dumb the tree. team probably Dumb makes tree. a difference as yes. well. Yes. Okay. I think Brad Moore, you know, it's a little bit harsh on Brad Moore, really. But he was the attack coach, and there didn't seem to be an attack. Didn't score tries. So, there you go. Do you think there's, you think that, the, the, I mean, Richie Mwanga made a huge difference. Huge yes. difference, which we'll go over. He did. Uh, f- another former England player has called out Eddie Jones. Yes, I've seen this as well. Yeah, Luther Burrell has become the latest former test player to criticise the coaching ethos of Eddie Jones after the England head coach publicly bemoaned the culture underpinning privately educated rugby players. Which, if you don't know, a lot of the international players went to private schools coming out of England. 
which is probably not the case in a lot of uh, other countries. But I definitely know Australia and England and arguably less so now, but South Africa, most of the players that play international rugby do come from private schools. And I think that this is really, I think this is Eddie Jones out of touch with the younger generation. Because if he hasn't heard, all young people, (laughs) all young people have less resilience than they did back in the day. You know, when... But they they still have the opportunity to play at clubs. Exactly. So it's not private schools, Eddie. It's actually everyone. It's everyone are a little bit more sensitive because they've been told to be more sensitive. And that being more sensitive is okay. And being more sensitive wrong. is okay, but being soft is okay. No, isn't no. okay. Eddie Jones is out, Eddie. Eddie, Eddie Jones is our touch. Eddie Jones, Eddie Jones. I'm out of touch. When he I'm leaves, I'm so lost without <laughs> you. He's out of touch. He's out of touch with the young generation. When he leaves, there's going to be a lot of people that come out and say what he did was unacceptable. Oh, hundred percent. You know the way 100%. he treated players. Oh, ridiculous. The way he spoke to people. Yep. Yep, and and they're not saying it now because they want to be part of that England. Of course, setup. I mean, as soon as he leaves, the bus is not going to be able to move. He's going to be stuck under there so hard. Oh yeah, the knives would have come oh, out. Oh my gosh! He, he, I mean, there are people already drip feeding it in. Yeah, aren't there? But yeah. as soon as he goes, but what's I mean, the point when he when he goes? What's like the point? Luther Burrell and yeah, but you're not you're not answering my question, Damien. What do you mean? What's the point? What's the point in stabbing in the back when he's left? There isn't. Because you can. (laughs) (laughs) Just because I can. And it doesn't hit you in the pocket. Yeah, true. True. Because you're a brave person, aren't you, to go, oh, yeah, current England player, Eddie Jones, a bully. He he said I wasn't very good. (laughs) He said that I didn't look good in my white shorts. But, you know, the things that he does, Eddie Jones, you've got to give it to him. He He gets results, but at what cost? At what cost does he get results? Because someone like Luther Burrell plays a bad game and then that's it, he's cut off. There's no feedback, there's no nothing. Uh, Danny Kerr gets pulled. He'll never play for England again. Now, the thing is, is that Steady Eddie can do that. And yeah. the reason why he can do that is because England have depth. Real depth. Now, if it was a different country, you'd have to let the man... Stick around. Stick around. You know, let's take Lamape, for example. In a way, <clears throat> New Zealand treated him like a lot of Steady Eddie's players. Just in a nicer way. Just in a bit of a nicer way. You know, didn't really give him a chance. He didn't play that well, so they said, oh, yeah, gave we'll excuses. let you go. And then, but Steady Eddie just didn't play well. See? Yeah. Do you think Steady Eddie's going to be bothered when no. he leaves? No, of course not. No, he'll laugh not, about it. He's not going he to be bothered, is laugh. he? He's got money in his pocket. He'll go back to Australia. He's got loads of money in his pocket, doesn't well, he? He'll help, he'll help someone else. He'll help Argentina or something yeah. like that with Czech. He'll be an advisor, won't he? He'll be a good advisor, though. I think he'd be a really good tactical strategy advisor for the All Blacks. Genuinely. Because, you know, he's got a smart rugby brain. Well, he's got a rugby brain, obviously. Yeah. You know, he's gone here, there, and everywhere, and success has followed him. That's right. So he's got to be good. I think, 
I think he'll go to Argentina next. He won't be the head coach, but he'll be along with like Checker. Yeah, yeah. He'll help out with Checker. I wouldn't be surprised if he did a women's team. That would be. That would be a shocker. He, you'd, <laughs> you'd have another you moment, said, wouldn't but you? But you just said, I wouldn't be surprised if that would be a shocker. It would be a shocker, but I wouldn't be surprised. I think he'd go, oh, I've conquered the, well, if he wins the World Cup, he'll feel he's conquered the men's He won't game. win the World Cup with England. Well, you never know. And I don't think he'll do a women's team. Okay. He'll either go to Argentina or he'll stop. He won't stop. You heard it here he first, everyone. Stop. Eddie Jones will not stop. He don't won't. stop, don't stop till you get him. Hey. <laughs> You're on one today. Anyway, your next story, sir. Yes, my next story. Here's definitely the future. Is this talking about you? <laughs> talking about you, is it? He's definitely the future. Magic Mike show. <laughs> <laughs> um, to all our female listeners. No, um, he, this article is talking about... Simeone Takiaho. Oh, yes. He is the future. And the future is... Bright. Very bright. Very bright for him. So uh, we are talking about the um, hooker. For the 25-year-old yeah. hooker. Um, and I think... He's, he's a Chiefs man, actually, isn't he? Chiefs yeah, man. I mean, we, we said this last year. We said he should be in the All Blacks. And, and he, he had such a good season. It's actually, he's had like many seasons mm. for the Chiefs. Not many. I think he's had like two. No, I think he's had more than two. No, I'm mean, talking about good seasons. Oh, good season. You know, okay. he kind of came on the radar last year. No, not last year. He's been around. Maybe a, a couple while. of years. But anyway, you're right. It's probably just a couple of years. But he has now, I think overtaken Dane Cole. I know Dane Coles has had his injuries, but he's just not what he used to be. And I, I don't, I, I've never liked Corey Taylor. That's because he's a can tab. No, that's not because Corey Taylor tab. misses too many line-out throws. Yes. Tokiaho doesn't miss line-out throws. No, a good scrummager. Yep. Good around the park. Yep. Great defense. Yeah. And boy, he can run with the ball. He's a big unit as he well. He can run with the ball. He's a big unit without looking like a massive unit. Like you look at his weight, oh, you know, but he's not He's not absolutely, um, you know, massively wide or imposing. But that actually a bit like Ben Smith. You know, Ben Smith, he kind of got through tackles. You think, how did he get through those tackles? Tokiaho against the Saffirs to to do what he did where he, where he hit and span. Uh, Gary Mercer would love that one, wouldn't he? He, he would, yes. Uh, yeah, the hidden spin. But he... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Great balance. He's just got yeah. really good balance. And so he's actually, here we go. He played for the Chiefs 2017 to current. Yeah. So he's been around a few years. Um, and his, this was his 13 All Blacks test. I didn't think he'd had that many. I didn't think so either. He's obviously come off the bench a few times, hasn't yes. he? Yes. Um, 
but yeah, he's just he's so balanced. He's he's good on his feet, and I, I think you know Dane Coles in his prime, we would have said exactly the same. Dane Coles was more of a wider runner, wasn't he? Whereas yep. Tokiaho seems to be a better ball carrier. Yes, I agree. Into contact. Yes, and that's, into, into contact. And that's what, kind of what we need. Dane Coles was more of a ranger out wide, yeah. wasn't he, in the in the outside channels? Um, but the thing that I'm going to say now is, I think Dane Coles had a bit more brute in him. A bit a more. Bit you mean more niggle? Yeah, oh, a lot more niggle. You know, and we more grub, more grub, and currently. I don't think we really have that in the All Blacks pack. You no. know, if we go if we go uh, back, you know, maybe a few years, who who were the real niggly players? You've got um, probably Brad Thorne. Yeah. Was a good well, niggly player. I don't know whether or not... Dane Coles was a good niggly player. Jamie Joseph, he was a proper niggly player. That's going back even Ooh, further. Yeah. But there's, we've always had an enforcer, even if they're nice, like yep. a, a Kaino. Jerome, Kaino. Jerome Kaino. Yeah. Uh, an enforcer, Shannon Frizzell. Well, I think he he, he is currently the only he player in there. He is probably the enforcer. Yeah. But you need someone who is going to fly into clear outs. Yeah. And just Brody Retallick, I think, does a bit of that. Brody Retallick, the guzzler. Mm. Um, Scotty Barrett, maybe. Nah, too soft, too nice. Do you know who we need? We need a Jerry Collins, the late. Jerry we Collins. do. Wow, what a what a player. Yeah, what a set of guns, eh? What a guy. <laughs> what a guy, mate. My next story is major pay cut. Christian Wade took in bid to make NFL. So when Christian Wade left England, this is the England um, winger. I was a big fan of him. He was on um, two hundred and fifty thousand plus. That two hundred fifty thousand plus any England uh, money that he gets, and his initial salary at the Bills practice squad was a modest one hundred and twenty-three thousand. Still a good amount of money. Not, I, mean, I know it's half. Yeah, it is half. Isn't what it? he was on, um, but you know, I, I, I could, I could live with that pay cut, couldn't you? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I could, okay, I could okay, do okay. that. So what I, is what do is you know he what? doing now? So he is, he's just weighing up his options, which is better known for. He doesn't know whether or not to play rugby or NFL, and I think he's waiting for someone to to put a decent check on the table, but. The funny thing is, is he left on 250000 but since he's left, rugby players in general have taken quite big pay cuts to, uh, you know, salary caps come down significantly, so therefore they've had to take pay cuts. Plus with the COVID, they all took 25%, and that hasn't been um, moved back up. So he's not going to be getting his 250000 playing for England now. I think he's like 31 years old as well. So what is interesting, though, is in his last year, he did get 600000 in his last year playing um, because he was in the, he made some appearances at, like on the bench or whatever as inju- right, okay. injury cover. Right. So, you know, God. Hang on. So he, he was on 100 and odd thousand to not play. To not play. Just to practice, <laughs> just to hold some bags and stuff. <laughs> Not bad, is it? That's all right. I could do that. I could do that. You'd actually be pretty good, I reckon. 
What you, we've mentioned this before, but have we? Where would you play? I'd play wherever I needed to. <laughs> wherever, wherever they need to. me. Um, I'd obviously have to put on a bit of weight. Yeah. And obviously get very fast. I obviously wouldn't need to put on any weight, <laughs> but I have to get a lot You'd quicker. You'd have to cut weight. <laughs> um, Wide receiver. Yeah. You, you know. Or or a um a defensive end. Yeah. What's um no, what's a defensive end? Are they just the defensive player for the wide receivers? I'm not sure. Yeah, I thought I don't maybe know. defensive end is a bigger guy. Yeah, I think you're right. You could be that that um that smaller sort of tight end player yeah. type thing. I'd like to be a tight end. Yeah. Nice, eh? I don't know what I'd be because I wouldn't. I wouldn't You'd be, be quarterback, mate. No chance. You've got that. Can't make inner, a decision. You've got that NFL brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I should pass to him, but I can't pass to him. <laughs> I could pass to him, him or him. Oh, I've been tackled, bucker. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sacked. <laughs> I'll kick it. <laughs> pass it backwards. Oh, no. Damn it! That's someone else's job. Do you know what? I could be a kicker. You could be a kicker. I could be a kicker. Do you know what? I, f- I find it difficult when I watch a game and it's like, just draw and pass. Yes. They could literally just draw, draw and pass. pass. I don't know why they don't do that more often. Yeah. Because Instead, they, they just put their head down and run straight at them. Because they, I mean, there's a huge risk. Every pass you make, there's a big risk. That's the reason why. It's very risky. Yeah, but anything and everything is risky in NFL. Mm. Yeah. It could, you could fumble it anyway. Yeah, well, you would. Uh, next story for you, mate. I've already done two. Have you? Yeah. I've got one more then. Why do you need to do three? The Razzler Dazzler. Oh. Uh, good information he's given us. Second half of the thesis. <laughs> no, this is oh. this was this was a link. Uh, oh, Oz, bring back Dad's army. I've renamed it. So, with um, Karevi being out, knee injury, out for the season. With Quay Cooper being out, Achilles out for the season. They really are lacking in experience. So they're looking to bring back Kirtley Beal. That's been on the cards for a while. I like that. Yep. I really like Kirtley Beal, actually. And, wait for this, I'm a big fan of this player, Bernard Foley. I like him too. Mm. I think he's. I think he, he offers more. Is he in more. Japan? Yes. Are they both in Japan? Now, I don't think Kirtley... Oh, I don't know with Kirtley. Um... Who was the bloke that played for Australia in the Commonwealth Games Sevens? Yeah, Karevi. Is it Karevi? Done. Out for the rest of the season. Real problem for them. Where's Kurumbedi? Kurumbedi is on the wing. Did he play on Saturday? Yeah. Oh, he did play on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I was watching the game. (laughs) Jeepers. So, yeah, they're, they're looking to bring back that experience. I like that. I really like that. They need that. I agree. They need it. Bernard Foley would be a good shout. I 100%. think Lolisio and James O'Connor might not take kindly to that, though. Basically, what he's saying is they're not trusted to... No, I don't I don't think that's true. I think it's almost for injury cover, isn't it? I don't think they'll start him. You don't think that I don't Bernard think Foley? I don't think they'll start him, no. Wow. Um, I just think he's in there to add a bit more experience. To the group. Yeah and add a bit more sort of competition as well. Mm. Internal competition is not a bad thing. No, definitely. Obviously, it's time for the results, but Correct. we all know who won. New Zealand beat South Africa. Yep. And Argentina, Argentina spanked the Aussies. Correct. The Aussies. 
So what caught your eye over the weekend, sir? Now, Damien. Okay. So I'm going to start off with the Aussie game. Yeah. And I'm going to sort of... I'm I'm going to go against what... Um, who said it at the top about the referee being all right. Well, you said the referee did a decent job as well. The referee did do a decent job. Let the boys play. Let the boys play, but... To- that's Tobin. Said but that. Tobin said it. Double movement. Yes, double movement. Agreed. They gave the try. Yep. Wasn't a try. No. Wasn't a try. Is that the referee or is that third official? Both. Okay. Both. Because the referee at the end of the day makes the final decision, doesn't he? Correct. Um, penalty for a body check. Did you see that? No. Oh, my gosh. So... Um, the kick went down to the uh, Argentine corner, kicked it back. The um, Australian just sort of turned around and the Argentine ran into his back. Oh, I did see gave this. Gave the penalty. Yeah, no, that was stupid. That was ridiculous. That was stupid, yeah. Okay. Then we're talking about the slipper incident. Yes. Like Those, those things all don't need to happen, do they? Exactly. Let don't the boys need, play. Let the boys play. Apart from that, he did do a decent job. Yes, I agree. But the double movement, ridiculous. I think that's turned the game... Um, on its head. On its head. Yeah. There was also an Australian try... Oh, no, the Australian try was granted that it wasn't scored. Anyway, um, Valentini. Yeah. Great game. I know. he He's a player, and He's he? going to be... So good in the next sort of year yeah. leading up to the Rugby World Cup. So they need to consistently play him. Need to consistently play him. Argentina, great under the high ball. Now they changed their <laughs> tactics yeah. and it worked superbly. Yeah. Okay. They just peppered the air. And then if you've got people like Buffelli running after it, you know, brilliant. Um, Player of the competition at the moment for me, Buffelli. Buffelli, yeah. I mean, yep. Buffelli has like been on the bench for a while as well. He used to play fullback. Yeah. Then he got ousted to the bench, and now he's on the wing, isn't he? Yeah. And he can kick, can't he? Boy, Wonderful he can under kick. the high ball. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. Good kicker, and that's off the tee and from hand. Yes. He's at the moment. He is the complete player. He is the complete package. Um. Argentine winger pulling his hamstring, but still getting but over still the still scoring the try. How good is that? Have but you that ever just... seen that? Have you ever pulled your hamstring? Yes. You can't run. I pulled my hamstring over the try line, so I fell over and scored. Oh, I remember this. You were, yeah. Yeah, this was quite recent, well, a couple of years ago. Yeah, wasn't a couple it? of years ago. But also, I I made a break, um, and this would have been pre-season ages ago. I made a break, and then I pulled my groin. And literally, you take a step and you're like, nope, and you fall over. Yeah. You, like, how on earth he did that? Whether it was a pull or just a bit of a tweak. I think he must have pulled it. He probably's torn it now from yeah. running on it. But I've torn my hamstring. Yeah. And you can't run. No, that's what that's what I mean. I don't think, I'm not sure if it's really, really bad. Yeah. Um, Still anyway, impressive though, wasn't it? But that just shows that the Argentinians are prepared to do anything. This is one benefit of the Haguares not being a group anymore is because I kind of felt with the Argentinians, it worked well for them in Super Rugby, 
But then the same players pulling on a different shirt, they didn't get as up for matches as they used no, to. No, I agree. Whereas now, I pulling on their national shirt just means oh, so much. Huge. You know, national anthem, crying. Yeah, I love, I, I love, love seeing it. that. But also, I think Michael Checkers made a big difference yeah, to I their... Agree. Tactical nows. Tactical nows, but also their um, team cohesion ethos, yeah, yeah, yeah. ethos you know that they're, yeah, yeah. they're really bringing it together but then i've also just said um the rg scrum has just been it used to be back in the day a force yes then it dropped off but now it's they, back they made australian scrum look silly yeah it was a really impressive performance my question is this argentinian team don't seem and maybe a lot of teams at the moment don't seem to have much consistency. But the you Argentines know? have never had consistency. They haven't been able to win back to back to back to back. We were just games. saying a week ago, weren't we, how good Australia were. And then they, I, you know, lost consistency. Yeah. Maybe that's because they don't have any consistency in their team because of injuries. But who who knows? We haven't had good, good, good consistency. South Africa l- losing on the weekend. Yeah, not, not good. Not great yeah. consistency. England the same. So there's not many that are consistently putting it good performances Not even Ireland. Out. No. More consistent than most. France, France Ireland maybe. are probably the most consistent teams at the moment. Yeah, mate. Argentina were good. I don't think the Aussies have got that much to worry about. No, I agree. You look at their, their, their injuries they've had. Any team who, if you take out probably your three most experienced players in the, in the space of two weeks, any international team would struggle. You lose your, your talisman, Hooper, who is one of the best players in the world. You lose Karevi, who is the best inside centre in the world. And then you lose Quade Cooper, who is, in some people's opinion, one of the best tens in the world at the moment. I think his record when he's playing... Oh, it's, I think it is unreal. Though, it's isn't unreal. It? Yeah, I think they might have won every game that he's played in over the last six matches or something like that. And you know, I I take my hat off to him in his in his uh, wisdom of age, that maturity that's come. He is a far more mature player who looks to offer space to others rather than create it for himself. Back when he was younger and springier he probably create more gaps for himself whereas now he's looking to create those gaps for others yeah so i think if you can get a few of those guys back um i think a lot of the the problems that australia are having now will be be sorted but the big difference in both these matches is whoever won the breakdown in the new zealand match and in the in south africa and the argentinian and australian they won the match Yes. And that's what we are seeing, and we've mentioned this for years, it is the most important part of the game. The team that win the breakdown generally go and win the match. I agree. and But it surprised me that New Zealand were winning that breakdown. You know, if you, if you went like for like with the South Africans, they had a better forward pack. They had, sorry, they had a bigger forward pack. Yes. And a lot of people say the bigger you are, the better you are in that ruck area. Yeah. But I think, and this is where I think um, Jason Ryan has really come into that all-black squad and boosted it, 
is their technique. You know, technique over power or size any day of the week. I, I listened to an interview with him, and he basically said he's just stripped everything back. They have a very, they have a very good understanding of what they want to achieve, and they've stripped everything back, so they have very limited options. Um, and what we saw on the weekend from both Argentina and New Zealand was they were far more direct at the ruck. They were running onto Argentina always run onto the ball, yeah. But New Zealand finally, I know, running onto the normally ball. Normally we're bloody donkeys, aren't we? Yeah. Normally we're standing still. We're looking for the tip. We're looking for the pass at the back. Very rarely do we carry. Whereas we saw that completely reversed, and with a decent carry, with with guys like Frizzell, with guys like Tokiaho, Ethan De Groot, being good, uh, Scotty Barrett being good yep. ball carriers, even even um, Sam Whitelock, they were going in hard, and we were clearing over hard. Must have been some sore bodies on Sunday. And yeah, hundred percent. But it's a mindset, isn't it? The ruck is a mindset. When Argies are up, they're in there, and, and it's but hard also, to beat. It's and it's an easy game when it comes to the ruck, isn't it? If you're running onto the ball and you're making that game line, yeah, it's easy to clear out because you're running to the ball on onto the ruck or yeah. into the ruck. Whereas not, the not defending team Jay. have to go backwards, exactly backwards, J, which is difficult, isn't it? Yeah, and it's easy then to hit the ruck hard, fast ball for the next person. And yeah. if you keep doing that, the defence <laughs> just. Do you know what does help though? when the opposition don't play some of their better players who are great at the breakdown, yes. like Malcolm Marks. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best hooker in the world. The best poacher in the world. Well, they went for size, didn't they? No. Do you know, do you know I think that they... big number two. I think it's the quota system. I think that they they have to always balance the quota system. Huge call. I, th- I think that's a genuine thing, though. It, it still is a genuine thing. It is still a genuine thing, but I think there were... I think that they always have to balance this quota system. And what they know is they know that Malcolm Marks works really well with like Stephen Kitsoff. So therefore, um, it's hard to start those two because I'm not sure how that works with the quota system. So they've always got how to many hit. Do, always how got many, to hit. I, many, I don't know. How many do they need? I don't know. But I do know it's a genuine thing that they ha- they still implement. So therefore, and it's been a good thing for surfing rugby. You look at the quality of their players now and the diverse nature of that group would not have happened without the quota system that they implemented. And everyone everyone balked at the time saying you should be picked solely on your ability. Yes. Now, Now, what we're talking about, the quota system, is we're talking about South Africa have to have a certain number of black people in their team. That's right. And if you think about the black people in their team at the moment. They're some of the best players. Well, they are. Yeah. You know, you think about um, the captain. Yeah, Khaleesi. Uh, Khaleesi. Brilliant. Yeah. You think about um, Am oh, in the midfield. Am. Unreal. Unreal. Mpimpy. Holy, Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, the Damien, not Dialande, the fullback quality player. Yes, quality. Although player. he wasn't playing, was he? He did play, and then he Didn't got he got binned. Oh, did he get? And then he came off. And then he no, then he came back on, and he played in the centres. And, oh, mo- yes. and moved the wing. Vili Larue came back. Oh, Vili Larue. Oh, I love Vili Larue. But yeah, so that's what we that's what we mean about the quota system. Yes, and it's been in place for 
very, very long time. A very long almost time. Almost the start of Super Rugby. Almost going back that far, the quota system's been in place. So you look at that. None of none of that. None of those players. I mean, when you look back to the '95 World Cup, you had one. Yeah. Right, you had one. So, when you look at the last win, probably over half the team uh, were black players, yeah. which is which is absolutely fantastic. Because but they, I think, they now, well, they're getting picked because of their ability. Correct. Yeah. Which is great, you know. Not they're not a charity case, no. And I think think that's sort of what it, it might have been in er, in the earlier days. I wonder when they're going to stop the quota system because the, I don't think they need it now. If you no, go they, purely they don't on need it now, but it'll be, purely, it'll be it'll be there, won't it? It'll yeah. be in the background, mm. and not many. I don't think that many people know about it. No, because it, it because it's 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 almost because it it's need, irrelevant. Because it's irrelevant. Yeah. Very very interesting. Okay, so you've kind of covered the Aussie Argentina. Um, I just wanted to say, like New Zealand South Africa, this was Ellis Park, sixty thousand people plus. We had airplanes flying over top before the start of the match. Love they could have, they could have sold out that stadium apparently three times over. Really? Such the demand for tickets. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And then I don't think South Africa really turned up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, everyone else turned up. The players turned up. The airplanes turned up. up. The Kiwis turned up. I don't think the Saffirs turned up. And that first, like, 20 minutes, it was all New Zealand. It was was aggression. We went went 15-0 up, didn't we? So I don't think South Africa really turned up, which I think is going to be a good lesson for them. Yes. Right, because what it does show is, it shows New Zealand had well, to shows, play. It shows their holes as well, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. So that's quite interesting. They, they got into the game. They got into the game. Yes. But what was really interesting about this game is, right, for weeks and weeks, for months and months, for years and years, Tobwa, we have said that the ABs have no game plan. <laughs> right? We have. They had a game plan. They did. They knew what they but wanted what to do. What happened, Damien? It worked. They won. <laughs> <laughs> Shock. Jeepers creepers. So I don't know what's happened. I don't know whether Fozzie's just freed up because he's he's like, this is my last game. If I lose or lose, I might as well go out on it. So I'm going to gonna throw. Whether that was... Is it Joe Schmidt? Was it Joe Schmidt? Is Jason, it Jason Ryan. Ryan? I don't know what's happened. Has it come from the players? Has it come from the players? Has Richie Mwanga said, I'm running the cutter here. I'm going to kick the goals, right, which is going to be interesting, right? Because I think if Richie Mwanga plays, he kicks the goals, guess what's going to happen? Geordie Barrett's not going to play at 15 anymore. Who is? The guy called Will Jordan's going to play at 15. Where is? Because he's a 15. Yeah, and Sivu Reese is going to come on the wing. Because he's a winger and he's good. (laughs) Where's Bowden Barrett going to fit? Where he should be all the time. A utility back. <laughs> on the bench to come on. Yes. Geordie Barrett to come on if we need a big kicker at, yes. at, at, at vital parts of the game. He can come on the wing, can't he? How uh, good, no, not how Geordie good, Barrett. How good would New Zealand be at attack if you went Will Jordan at 15, Sivir Reese on left wing, Caleb Clark on the on, on sorry, Sivir Reese on the right wing, Caleb Clark on the left. And what we saw in this game. Tobois, is we saw the wingers 
touching the ball and running with it. Wow. <laughs> Is that what they're there for? <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was amazing. It was so nice to see. I mean, Caleb, Caleb Clark. Caleb, Caleb Clark, Clark can't tackle, can he? Wow. Villa- I mean, village. that was a village. He had him. He, oh, oh, I've got it. I'll let him go. Let him oh, go. he scored. Damn. <laughs> but, I mean, Caleb Clark and Will Jordan and um, Rico Ioane had more touches in this game than they have in the past two years. Well, Rico Ioane ran over 100 metres. You know, fantastic. But he still fed the backs. Yes. I mean, he was player of the day, apparently. Or man of the Which match. Which he shouldn't have been. <laughs> but, you know, brilliant. It was great to see. And actually, after the first 20 minutes, I would have taken that. I would have taken that and said, no matter what happens now, it's so nice to see these players out here expressing themselves. Now, do you know what I really liked from them is, and normally I would be okay with this now when they went down i think it was 23 21 or something yeah about 10 minutes to play yeah, was it 10 minutes 10 minutes ish to play i went we've lost it yeah now normally maybe a couple of, a few years ago i'd be like we're, it's okay we've got this. it's okay yeah and then we played like we did maybe five years ago we didn't panic we scored Two tries in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. That is the All Blacks of, of old. old. It is. Now, South Africa could have won this. They should have won this, really. But I don't care. Because what we saw was a game plan. We saw the, we saw Richie Mwanga taking it from deep. We saw them isolating the 13. We saw the ball getting wide. We saw Caleb Clark coming in narrow. We saw they Will Jordan coming in They were running hard with depth and width. They were running hard in the forwards. Onto the ball, not standing still. Their 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 high kick um, catch, they were shepherding, blocking off the South Africans from from nailing us. So many, the ruck was so much better. I mean, this was literally like it was like a different team. It was literally like they've been planning this all along, pulling everyone into thinking they're going to so? be rubbish. <laughs> Can they back it up? I'm not sure, but it was great to see. Great to see. So nice. From from the other point of view, you look at the Safkins, I think they eventually turned up, and I think yes, that they, they played great. The game. They played the ball wide. They showed that they could really attack out there. Mapimpi was amazing. Am was absolutely class. Vili LaRue, Pollard. If, if South Africa won the game, Am would have got man of the match. Correct, 100%. But he, the, he played but so well. I tell you what, another person who I didn't used to rate but I think was exceptional, Damien Delande. Over the past, I've kind of watched him as a as a previous centre and thought, you know, he's, he's talked up, but actually he's not. He's a very, very good operator. So I'm looking at the South Smooth operator. <laughs> I'm looking at that back line. I'm saying, wow, if they use them, yeah. you've got arguably... But you've still got Cheslin um, Colby I know, come back. You've arguably got the best back line in the world. Oh, Easy. You know, easy. There. And if they decide to Pollard, use them, brilliant. Am brilliant. Dialande brilliant. brilliant. You've got Mapimpe. Mapimpe, brilliant. Chisel You've got Colby. Colby, oh. brilliant. You've got you know, um, Vili Larue. Yeah, 
and nor- and normally, I mean, I would say the All Blacks line-out was class, the, the ruck was class, the scrum was class. That gave them Our the platform. And normally you'd say that about South Africa. Yes. But really, their line-out was pretty good, their scrum was pretty good, their ruck was pretty good. Just that on the day, New Zealand wanted it more because they needed well, to they win. They needed it. They needed it. So yeah. these are the players who I thought were f- wonderful on the weekend. Sam Whitelock. For me, he was player of the day. Richie Mwanga, absolutely sensational. Gave the ball on a plate to his back line. Came from depth. They they gave up metres to create opportunities, which I really like to see. Uh, David Havili was, wow, laid that ball. I mean, he created so much. Uh, Rico was was brilliant. He's quick, isn't he? The new front Ardi, rowers. Ardi Sevilla. Yeah, he was didn't very, mention him. No, he's very good. Very good. How he didn't get man of the matches is beyond me. New front row. The new front rows. You've got a guy, um, the crusader lad, the young boy who came off the bench. He was village. No, he was good. His dad, when he got picked, got the first plane over, watched him play. Really? That's exactly what I'd be doing. right? But what my point is, they got Ethan DeGroote, you got Tokiaho, and you had Tyro Lomax. Yeah. These guys weren't even in the frame a year ago. Oh, no, yeah, Lomax was. Okay. But, you know, against South Africa at Alice Park. I know. And then the whole complete front row that come on for them, very, very good as well. Um, We had, yeah, our replacements were good. I just want to say, why doesn't Malcolm Mark start as well? Because he is the best two in the world, I think. Well, the, the, the big guy who started at two lasted, what, 40 minutes? Yeah. And then um, someone else who, was it Willemson? He only lasted 30 minutes? Yeah. Um, no, who the was big, it? The big, uh, the big eight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Steph Dutoy? No, no. no. Um, I, I, uh, yeah. He's been around for ages. Yes. He's normally a very good player, but he, yes. he's come back from injury or something. Oh, right, okay. So the bomb squad didn't work for them. That was quite interesting because when they brought on their whole new second front row, I thought, oh... But no, those boys, they they stood yeah. really strong. So my question to you now is Fozzie. He was told in his living room he had to win a match to keep his job. Does he keep his job? Well, this is my question to you. Okay. So you can't... All right, we'll, we'll answer that. that one later. Yeah. Ref watch. So the New Zealand, the New Zealand South African game, can't remember his name now, Pierce... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. He he tried to pass the ball. Did he? Yeah. He got it and he tried to pass the ball to the scrum half. Right. Absolutely village. Oh, no. And this proves a point. Was he an ex-player? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem. Not. I mean, he blatantly has played no rugby at any level. Because he can't pass. Well, the, it was village. I was watching um, the soccer football over the weekend as well. Yeah. And they were saying something similar, but they were saying, you know, how's the, there's that whole VAR, yeah. so the TMO, but for soccer football. 
and they were saying what they need to do is they need to get X football, so soccer football players to be on the TMO for the soccer football. Yeah. Yeah, I think because they know the game. Yeah. They know how things work. They know if it's going to be a penalty or a foul or whatever. Yeah. That's a good and shout. It's a very good shout, but it just shows that <laughs> I think it's Ian, it Ian Pierce. No, it's not Ian, isn't it? Anyway, he was rub- he was rubbish. And if I was South African, I'd be pretty upset with his refereeing as well. There's a few decisions they made which I thought was pretty poor. Pretty poor. Okay, mate, it's time for listeners' questions. Yes. We always seem to talk about refs or yeah. referees and how bad they are. How can we support the refs to make them better? And who do you think is currently the best ref in the world? And this is from Tony P. I think they should be. I think they should have played at a half decent level so they can understand the game is, is the first thing. Um, I just think that rugby is a terrible game to referee, isn't it? So hard. Yeah, it is hard, yeah. You know, um, really, really difficult. It's never the, the right call. The, the, the laws, they're called laws because there is no rules because there is interpretations coming out left, right and centre. But I think we go back to what we're saying. Just get them to make decisions don't use a TMO and allow the players to challenge when they really feel there's a challenge to be had uh, would be my thing, which we've mentioned so many times. Who is currently the best referee? I'm going to say Wayne Barnes. Yes, I agree. I think he's got it bang on. And actually the lad that did the RG um, Australia match. he was good. He's an ex-player, played for Harlequins apparently, and you can tell. You can tell, but he still made a few. They're under so much pressure because they're being judged every time by World Rugby, though, aren't they? Yeah, but that's half the problem. It's a a simple, (laughs) it's just a simple thing, isn't it? Yeah, right, mate. Over to your question to me then. So, my question to you, Damo Do you think Fozzie should still go, or is it too early to tell? Does it depend on next week's match against Argentina? Has the ship been righted with the background staff changes? I would have said before that match, he had to go. He had to go. But just because he's won one game? No, no, it's more than that. It's more than that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an honest person. <laughs> right, I'm an honest person. You lie to me all the time. I don't think you can have someone in, in the, someone's living room and say, you know, you need to win one match to keep your job. He wins the match, and then they bin him off. I just don't think that's right. But secondly, on, on that, if they had won the match but didn't show much improvement, then I would have said, oh, I can, I can understand that, you know. But they went to Ellis Park, 60,000. They, they come up with a completely different game plan. All the players seem to be on the right page. I think to bin him off now is the wrong call. Okay. I think you've got to sit there and you've got to say to him, uh, you've got the job, you've got the job till the World Cup, crack on, son. Or, other thing is, you've got to sit there and say, you've got for the end of the rugby championship and we'll have another review at that point. But you can't you can't sit there and say, okay, you've got two games at home and then, because the, the water just gets muddier and muddier and muddier. I think now, unfortunately, 
or fortunately, whatever whatever it will be, we'll find. They're kicking the, they've kicked the can way too far down the road now. But he won the match. They played completely different. They made a lot of improvements. But what they I'm showed, trying to say... They what, showed something that I think looked good. So you can't bin him off But now. what I'm trying to say, was it him or was it the, the changes in the background staff? I don't think it can be him. It can't be. I don't think it can be. He's, he's had a lot of time to make the changes that he's seen fit. So it has to be something else that's happening. Well, I think it's more the players. I think the players have come on. I think the selections as well. You look at Fozzie's biggest problem he's had over all the years. His selections have been poor. Yeah, they have. He chopped and he's changed and he's flinged and he's flung. He's never settled on a 10. He's never settled on a... On a he still hasn't settled on a 10. I think he hasn't. I think they have to now. You watch Richard Mwanga on the weekend. You say he can kick. Uh, he can play. He looked composed. I, I totally agree. I, I think, totally agree. I think that's your 10 moving forward. Yes. But <laughs> this is fuzzy we're talking about. I know. About, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't think you can get rid of him. No. Do I, do I, do I want him to go? Yes, I did. Um, do I still, do I think he's the right man for the job? I would say no. But he's got the players. He's got the players, and if but you is change, he the right man for you, those players? If you, if you change, if you change him now... You've done a whole U-turn here, I haven't right? done... A, no. You have done I a U-turn still, here. I still think... I still think Fozzie out. I still think Fozzie out, but I what I'm saying is, is to get someone else now to come in, now, I don't think they can do it. I don't think someone like Razor's going to come in... But last week, gonna, you were okay with it. No, but because last week... They should have then made the decision. They should have told him, you, you're finishing, you're done. And they should have told everyone that Razor's coming in after after this second. And he might have gone out on a high, right? But but the way it's been set up now is... Like you say, the can's been kicked too far. The, the can's now been kicked further down the road. They said to him... This is your last, and the, and, last, and the, last chance. Correct. He should never have got his extension. And we wouldn't be having this issue right, right. now. But... They gave him the extension. They then had a. They've had poor, poor results. They then say, "This is this is your last chance. You've got to win a game." He went to Ellis Park, sixty thousand. He won the game, so he has to now be given the chance to go through to the World Cup. Do I think it's the best thing? No, but it's the right thing right now for that group of players, for that group of staff, for the New Zealand think, public. <clears throat> I don't think it is the right thing. I think right now it is. I I I just think that they've they've gone too far now. But that, but that's the problem. They've gone too far. Yeah, that, that's why I don't. I still don't Oppo- think it's the right thing. Opportunity lost. Yes, correct. That that ship has sailed. Yes, I agree. That 100%. option is off the table now. So now he must go through to the World Cup. Yes, because if if you bin him off now, I think the players will be really really disappointed. Um, because they got behind him, they pulled out the performance, they've taken responsibility, um, and maybe that's a good thing. But I just don't think Ray, Ray's coming in there, he'll, he would have an uphill battle, um, whereas if they had lost two in a row, he would have had, he, you know, I think all the players would have been like, okay, we get it, we've got a new coach. But now they'd be like, whoa, what's going on? You know, they said if we won this, we'd, yeah. you know, we stick as a team. I just don't. I don't think. I think it's opportunity lost. Right, your question, mate. We've been going. We've been talking too much. We have. Light-hearted one for you, mate. 
we always seem to talk. Uh, no, that's not that's another one. Uh, what's the best food and drink combo to have when you're watching a rugby match? Um, I think live at the ground. Oh, live at the ground. Yeah. A beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And some hot chips. Oh, uh, I'm going to go pie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pie and hot chips. Pie and oh. hot chips. Pie and hot chips, mate. Yeah. What pie would you go for? Oh, steak and cheese. Steak and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> if I told you my pie story. No. When I was at school, and we, we all, on a Friday, they ordered in pies for us, right? Hot mints. Oh, it's hot. It's hot. It burns the mouth. Hot mince. Winter. Okay. And as I'm eating the hot mince, way too hot. Hot mince on my thigh. Oh. (laughs) 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 Oh. Still remember it like it was yesterday. Still have the scars. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah, I've never recovered from that hot pie incident. Right, mate. Guess who, who, who? Guess who, who? Do you want to go first to finish off the show show? Yeah. So. um, So we're going to go for a row at a time for those that don't know. Yes. Row at a time. So are we going age, height and weight? I think we go age, height and weight and first club. Okay. Or where they're born. Okay. Um, 28 years old. Okay. Six foot two. Full of muscle. And 102 kgs. So 28. Yep. Six foot two. Yep. 102 kgs. And where were they born? They were born in Wellington, New Zealand. Mmm. 28. So experienced. Wellington, New Zealand. Six foot two, 102. Okay. Don't know. Okay. <laughs> Good start. Here we go. Um, 24 years old, 190 centimetres tall, so six foot three. 120. How old, sorry? 24. Yep. 122 kgs, place of birth, Gold Coast, Australia. How tall? Uh, six foot three. Six foot three. Yeah. I'm for you for 102 though is not heavy enough for a front rower. How heavy was your guy? One two two. One two two. two. Six foot three. three. So he's not a second row. Could be a front row, but that's tall for a front very row. Very tall, yeah. But then that's heavy for a back row. It is very heavy for a back row. I don't know. <laughs> Neither. Okay, go again. Next one. So <clears throat> now. Their first playing clubs. position, playing position, <clears throat> and current team. Yeah. Okay. Uh, flanker slash number eight. Yeah. Wellington Hurricanes. Flanker. Arts. Oh, is that Artie? Artie Sevilla. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out there, and I'm gonna say Artie Sevilla. Correct. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I didn't know he was from Wellington, actually. Did you not? No. All right, playing position, prop. Right. Current team, Southland slash Highlanders. Tyrell Lomax. Wrong. Is that wrong? Yeah. Lo- who does Lomax play for? He was Wellington. Does he for the- oh, does he play for Wellington? Yeah. Think okay. of Highlanders. 
Think of the Deep South. Yeah. Think of Prop. Not a clue. Ethan de Groot. Um, 122 kgs and a six he's foot three. Tall. What he's a tall. man! Mentally. I thought he played for. Um, <clears throat> I thought he played for the Crusaders. Don't know why I thought that. Yeah. Deep South, isn't he? Deep South. Right, mate. Your second one. Yes, my second one. Let me just get rid of that. Okay. Um, Thirty. Oh, hello. Um. Six foot eight. Six foot eight. <laughs> and 122 kgs. I reckon this is Frizzell. I think it's Frizzell. Um, you, did, did, did we say um, where he was born? You have to say where he was born. Uh, Cape Town. Oh, oh, okay. Let's go through those stats again. <laughs> 30. 30. 120. Six foot eight and 122 kgs. Oh, it could be Vermeuland, eh? Cape Town, Vermeuland, or Steph de Toy. But I don't think Steph de Toy is... Okay, my one for you. Don't know. Uh, 23 years old, place of birth, Queensland. Um, height, 184 centimetres, so not very tall. Weight, 100 kgs. Place of oh, you've said place of birth. Yeah, Queensland. Twenty three, young whippersnapper. Don't know. Okay, next one. Current team and what did we say? Current team and playing position. Yeah, current team playing position. Lock flanker and the sharks. Lock flanker and the sharks. Go through their vital stats again. Six foot eight, hundred and twenty two kgs. That's got to be Itzabeth. Itzabeth. It's going to be Elizabeth. Is that your final answer? I think I'm wrong because the way you're looking at me. He's not really a flanker, is he? Lock flanker. I'm going to say Elizabeth. Correct. Yeah. (laughs) Brilliant. Okay. Do we say position and then. Okay. So flanker, current team, the Reds. 23, young whippersnapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flanker. Is it McWright? It is McWright. Yeah, Yeah. well done. How well did he play? I didn't really see him that much in the second game. Did he play well in the second game as well? First game, he was unbelievable. The first half, he was everywhere and anywhere. Yeah. Nice work, mate. All right, mate. Hey, listen, it's been a long one. Been a lot to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How can people support us, sir? They can support us by liking... Sharing, subscribing, uh, five-star reviewing, emailing in. We've got our Patreon. Mm. Link is below. Yep. Make sure you click onto that. Uh, anything, really. Yeah. And, we love- and if you're a Patreon member, you will be first to hear our remix yeah. of the commentating of the Australian game. Please I'm like. looking forward to it. <laughs> I have to say I'm looking forward to it, too. Uh, but yeah, we really appreciate Maybe it. Maybe we should do an Argentina game and just make an absolute hash of it. No, no, or no. It'd no. be funnier. Well, yeah, let's just make good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we really, really appreciate you just listening. So if you could write a view, if you could uh, tell your friends. Well, we love hearing from you yeah, as well. You write know. an email. We in. love a long time listener, first time writer. We absolutely or love that. And we love pictures. We do. Ben Zealand. You look like ben. a melt. <laughs> So thank you very much just for listening, but if you could do more, we would really appreciate it. 
As always, sir, love doing the podcast with you. Until next week. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions and... Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit